everyone. This is Throwback to School, the podcast where we review things where if we like them in high school, and we did like them in high school, and if we like them now or not. And today we're going to be talking about smooth jazz. Ah, my favorite kind of jazz. And this voice is Liza, and the other voice is Andrew talking in your ear holes. That's me talking in your ear holes, baby. Andrew, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you, Liza? I'm great. I'm having beautiful allergies today. Mm. Spring. I love you, spring. Spring is here. Spring has sprung. Actually, cats make me sneeze more than spring. So it doesn't matter what season it is. Mm -hmm. And this is the season of the cat. Cat season. Am Mm -hmm. I right? Mm -hmm. Hey, cheers to that. (laughs) And you're actually cheering. I did cheers. How authentic. We're talking about jazz today? No, we're not talking about jazz today. In fact, we're talking about late night. With Conan O'Brien. Was he called Coco then? No. Coco was an invention. I think when he when he went to TBS, I think Coco kind of mm. be- took over. Post Jay Leno. Post Leno, yeah. Um, hey, hey guys, have you seen that? Have you, yeah. have you seen the Conan O'Brien show? What, what would you call that? A, a, a snafu? A spat? Mm. Ooh, snafu is is probably a good word for it. Situation right. normal, all fudged up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? That's what snafu stands for. Situation. Snafu is a acronym. It is an acronym. Yeah. Situation normal, all fucked up. Nah. Yeah. How did I not know that before? I don't know. Well, I don't know a lot of things, so <laughs> that's not. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. I'm gonna write it down. S N A, snafu. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. You learn something every day. You sure do. You learn something every podcast. Mm-hmm. Anyway, hi listeners. <laughs> hi, hi listeners. I hope you have enjoyed the first two minutes. If of you this. didn't know what Snafu meant, you're welcome. Yeah, you do now. <laughs> you're welcome. Um. So yeah, we're gonna talk about pre Coco, pre Coco Conan, pre Coco Conan. Yeah. Obribri. Obribri. Coco Obribri. Um. When he was on. Just what was it called? The late night, late night with Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien. Yeah, um, came on after the Tonight Show. Jay Leno. Mm. Um, so, so that meant he was on at twelve thirty to one thirty. Late. Yeah, and I stayed up. Not every night. You stayed up. Not every night to watch Conan, but a lot of nights I did stay up to watch Conan. And you were in high school. I was in high school, and you stayed up that late. Yeah. Did I, you have your own TV in high school? I did. Oh. That was a big mistake that my parents uh, yeah. uh, gave me <laughs> a TV in my room. Um, I was thinking about this earlier today that like when I was given a TV in my room, it was like a very small, like probably 12 inch mm-hmm. little box TV. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that there With are- cable. I don't know if it had cable. I think it might have just had the, like, back then you just had to have, like, a little antenna. You could get, like, oh, the, the, bunny ears. the, like, one through 22 channels, uh. um, which is enough for me because it meant I get to watch get to watch The Simpsons mm-hmm. and Conan and Saturday Night Live and things like that. Mm-hmm. The stuff that, like, nerdy comedy, comedy nerd Andrew was like, yes, this is the stuff I have a TV for where, like, I was thinking, like, I bet there are kids my age who were, like, I'm going to sneak in like porno movies and watch, <laughs> you know, like R-rated movies or like really gory Slashers, actions. Yeah. yeah. And instead I'm like, yes, now I get to watch Conan O'Brien in the, in the sanctity of my own room. And that's what I did. That's hilarious. I was pretty happy with it. 
And so, yeah, yeah. Not, not every night, but I would, because, you know, uh, this is pre-DVR, pre-channel yeah, guides. Yeah, so you'd have to. So, like, I would find out through, like, the TV guide who Conan was going to have on mm-hmm. that night, because they would send out, you know, like a guest list of, like, who's going to be on this week on Conan and The Tonight Show and stuff. And it the way I started watching Conan was I used to watch Leno. I used to think Leno oh, was yeah. so funny when I was younger. Yeah. And then I just happened to stay up past Leno and watch Conan. And I was like, oh, this is funny. Yeah. Like this is, and like it kind of like was that switch of like, wow, I thought Leno was really funny. This is actually, this is actually hitting mm-hmm. the parts of my sense of humor that like really tickle me. And I was like, oh, this is this is funny. Conan mm-hmm. is funny. Yeah. Do you, did you ever watch uh, David Letterman? A little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think like for for whatever reason, I always found uh, and now, now when I go back and if I ever, I don't know how often I go back and watch a Tonight Show clips, but like <laughs> um, I if I do watch like late night hosts, it's usually either Conan or Letterman. But I okay. think as a kid, I used to think that Letterman was a little too like dark. Uh huh. You know, like his his sensibility and like a I lot think more his politics tenor, with Letterman. Isn't yeah, there? he just seemed a little more Leno? bitter. And yeah, Leno. And now watching it, I'm just like, wow, Leno really kind of had no opinion on anything. It was just kind of like, mm. hey, you know, yeah, anything that have a hand around that thing. And you know, it's just like he's a little <laughs> like he's light. And so I think as a uh-huh. kid, that's probably why I I tended towards. Mm-hmm. Leno, where I think if they were on today, I'd be watching Letterman over Leno. Okay. In the I, same way yeah. that I watch, like, if I do watch a late night show now, I watch Colbert over Fallon. Oh, yes. Even though Colbert is not like a, I don't think of him as like a sardonic, like, mm. you know, mean spirited guy. Mm-hmm. I just think he has a little more of a critical eye. Critical eye than yeah. Fallon, who is a very funny guy, but I think likes to have a little more of a jovial fun yeah. show than Oh, like, he wants to be the family show. Yeah. Like he wants everyone to get along. Yes. Yeah. Uh to me, my dad would watch Landerman and Jello Jeno Jello. <laughs> Jeno. <laughs> um his own couple name with his first and last name, <laughs> Jeno. Uh Jayla no and granted when he would watch it, I was, I don't think I could fully understand all the jokes yet. But to me, it's such like dead humor. Uh-huh. Like, I remember thinking of it as like, I think I'm laughing because I think I'm supposed to laugh. Yeah, there's more a, than there's, like, there's a pause I here. legit think yeah. it's funny. Yeah. Like, this is a, this is a well constructed joke or like a poignant comment mm-hmm. or a good reference that I'm actually yeah. understanding. It was more like, well, everybody else is laughing. Yeah. Just, haha this is silly um but i've never watched conan i don't think besides like youtube clips or something yeah i have i've fallen off in watching his show i don't i haven't really followed him on tbs Mm. but really throughout his like late night run and then when he was the tonight show host for that brief period of time Mm. and probably for the beginning of his tbs show i was i was pretty captivated pretty watching conan pretty regularly Mm -hmm. what was your favorite part of each episode back when you were watching in high school um it was usually so i'd usually i i will admit i didn't stay up till 1 30 most times it was usually he would come out he'd do monologue and then first sketch and then main guest and then sometimes second guest and then sometimes second sketch and that's usually as far as i get so it'd be like 115 or like 110 uh-huh. before i would um call it a night but um I really did enjoy Conan's 
uh, monologues, even though if, I think if you go back and watch them now, they're probably really dated because mm-hmm. they're obviously about like whatever's going on at right. that time. That's the hard part with watching, rewatching those yeah. late night show, show hosts yeah. episodes. It's like, it's so current to the, to the news. Yeah. You know, it's like if you were to watch, um, the news report on SNL from like 15, right. even 10 years ago, it just feels like. Oh yeah, that happened. Yeah. I I yeah. always the thing I always liked about Conan's monologues is he recognized when a joke would bomb mm. or you know like not do that well and he'd just sort of like stand there and he'd get that sort of like uncomfortable like you're trying really hard laughter, you know like people would like sort of like recognize it's a bad joke and still laugh along with it and he'd kind of stand there and just be like, "Okay, hold for editing." And uh <laughs> pick up again right here. And like <laughs> I don't know, he just would do these like really goofy things. Um, he's I remember watching the night that he invented what kind of became a staple for him, which was the string dance, where he would pretend like both like both hips had strings attached to them. So he'd like pull oh his God. hips and then cut it to like slapsticky. Yeah, he's very slapsticky. Interesting. I found out later, you know, that he was a writer on The Simpsons for a couple years. Okay. And so uh, after knowing that, I would I was like, oh, I wonder what episodes of The Simpsons he wrote and mm-hmm. would like find the episodes that he wrote. And I was just like, wow, he's had more of an impact in my life than I thought oh, he had. Oh, funny. Yeah. Well, um, I'm wondering, this is more to do with like just late late show hosting in mm-hmm. general. Like, because I don't know much about it. Um, I feel like, or who gets to do it? Like, do they, do most host from talk show hosts uh-huh. like that like late night um come from something that they were known before and then they get because like fallon is the only one that i know that had and like seth myers yeah. are the only ones that i particularly know that oh they came out of snl and then sure. they were hired for this role this mm-hmm. job um but like is that how it not everybody come came from snl but were they all coming from like some version some of- comedy background i think yeah. like conan was a lot of like writing he wrote on snl okay pre his show he did oh um, interesting okay and i think probably did some some and wrote on and was he writing on simpsons before yes yeah okay so they were somehow they're into that comedy world yeah and I think like Leno did stand up and probably the same with Letterman. Right. And yeah, Fallon did sketch and um, Colbert did, you know, sketch and... And Colbert came from Daily Show before he got his own uh, He was Yeah, right? I mean, he did improv before that with like Second right. City and stuff. But yeah, he was doing Daily Show and then had Colbert Rapport. He did like, I think he was in the Dana Carvey show before that, which mm. was like a sketch show. Okay. Um, but yeah, just I think they that all kind of come from various comedy backgrounds, especially with like the late night yeah crew mm-hmm. yeah yeah cool um what do you remember a particular episode from like or even like an um a guest that you like particularly remember like whoa i either like i didn't I know this was, about this person or i really like this interview or whatever um i think the person that like really i that stands out to me is he used to have this running bit with rebecca romaine Mm. Um, that like he was so madly in love with her that like he would spend most of the interview cursing John Stamos and like she was <laughs> She's very... the aunt on Full House? 
No, she was um, she was a model, and then she did some acting. And I'm trying to remember specifically. Is she, she was did. she married or she was married? She is married. She was married to John Stamos in real life. Okay, okay. And so, and like, she was very gorgeous and like very sure. like, obviously game for the bit. Uh huh. And so, like, she would come on, and whenever she would mention John Stamos, like Conan would make this like face <laughs> and like start to like clench his fist, and like eventually it got like to this point where. He would start cursing Stamos. Oh my god. And like they got to the point where it like became like an amplified thing where he'd yell, Stamos, Stamos. And like during her interview. So I that comes to mind. Obviously, like his interviews with like Will Farrell, where like they are friends and he has this like very playful thing about him um that like kind of comes out with guests. I think the one that really comes to mind the most is The Rock. Because oh. I'd seen The Rock in wrestling, uh-huh. and I knew he could be funny in wrestling, but I didn't really know what he was like outside of it. Mm. And he just had this like very fun interview mm. with Conan, and when he was still still just wrestling, a wrestler, yeah. And he was a bad guy in wrestling, right? For parts of it, yeah. He, oh, okay. he, so he, he vacillated between okay. good and bad guy, but I think this was like when he was branching out a little bit into acting. Mm-hmm. So he's maybe uh, like trying to. Uh, talk about like the Scorpion King or maybe the Mummy Returns, oh, one of yeah, the, like okay. early movies he was in. Mm-hmm. But he was very playful and like just brought up the side of the rock that I was like, oh wow, he's like a fun celebrity, not just like a cool guy wrestler. Like he can actually, he's he's good in these situations. Yeah, he can he can participate in yeah. the joke. And I think maybe like learn some lines or whatever. Either Dunkin' Donuts or Krispy Kreme had like introduced a rock inspired donut. And so he was talking about it and was he just, it just stale and impossible to eat or what? <laughs> yeah. It was rigid and like, not that that's the rocks personality. Uh, was, that was a rock. Reference. You're a rock reference. Yeah. Um, explaining your jokes. Yeah. is really good idea. Right. Um, but he was just like sitting on the couch and like being very playful and he goes, Hey, would you, uh, be interested in a rock donut? <laughs> Con- Conesy. Conesy. Yeah. And Conan just was like very taken aback. It's like, are you, are you hitting on me? <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. It's very cute. I feel like Conan O'Brien's humor to me is, it's so like, it's very versatile. I feel like Mm -hmm. he has, as opposed to like maybe some older, like old school comedy, like like Jay Leno or whatever. They they just kind of like had one shtick or one line or one one way of making a joke and you Uh kind of knew where they were going after a while. Mm Mm-hmm. With Conan, he always seems to send me curveballs. Yeah. Time. And I don't watch him religiously, so maybe I would... See where he's going. Yeah, if I point. watched it more often. But yeah. I feel like he... There's, like, multiple facets to him. Like, mm-hmm. there's very dry... There's the very dry humor. Like, yeah. Like, for a second, you're like, is he... Like, he's fucking rude. Yeah. Like, because I've watched his more recent stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and more like the the YouTube clips where he's like in Korea or yeah. in Cuba or whatever, where they're like longer. And it seems like he has, yeah, that really dry, like, I'm like stone face. Yeah. I'm going for this bit and I'm not going to break from it. And he doesn't break from his jokes, no. which is like impressive. Mm-hmm. And then, and then he also has like the very slapsticky because he knows that like visually he's a very, like he's this giant very fair mm-hmm. pasty like redheaded dude yeah. and like i think i could see how he like grew his comedy from the fact that he like owns up to his like awkward his yeah. physical awkwardness and he, like 
like you're saying like the string dancing on uh-huh. the hips like to me that makes me think that he just decided at some point or like grew up just kind of owning the fact that his body is just this lanky giant and lanky and, yeah. and awkward and he's just like all right well i'm might as well use it if mm-hmm. if it's gonna like be part of me better be part of my personality which if i want to be funny then they can do that which i admire so much yeah because i think it's really easy to feel very um self-conscious when like especially because i'm assuming he grew up like people making fun of him right. or something like that and so to go from there and like just own it up and be like, well, all right, let's if we're just going to like talk about this or like make mm-hmm. com- like I'd rather be the one making the comments or yeah. like use it, which I find very endearing and like because it's not easy to do. Yeah. Um, or he has the like very stupid, silly, like dumb, dumb facet, mm-hmm. which I'm always a sucker for. I love a dumb, dumb on yeah. TV. It's pretty funny. Yeah, he is very much like willing to make himself look like the biggest D- idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like oftentimes it's like subverting that because he's the character he plays in a lot of the sketches they do is like king of the world, smartest guy in the room, funniest guy in the room, strongest guy in the room. And oftentimes it's just like he is presenting himself as the biggest dummy mm-hmm. in it, but portraying this like confident, you right. know, like very strong, but like too like too stupid to know what he's doing sort mm-hmm. of thing right. uh, no, not self-aware yes. person when yeah. he probably is super self-aware yeah, yeah. that's yeah. cool he is uh, yeah i it was just it was i i would love to say like oh this is the this is the sketch or this is the interview it was just like for me seeing somebody who i think was telling more of like a real style than like a leno mm-hmm. that i was used to like I don't know if you've seen Conan O'Brien's documentary. It was like made right after he got fired or he quit the tonight show. The snafu. Yeah. The snafu. Is what, uh, <laughs> I'll now call it. Um, no, I, think, I have not seen that. I think it's called just, it's called Conan O'Brien can't stop. Uh huh. And it's about like what he did between the tonight show and his TBS show. Mm-hmm. And so much of it is like, you're right. Like he's kind of a jerk and he's like very, he could be very annoying. He could see like if you were a person in his life, he could be a lot, mm-hmm. but it's also like a very, like I thought it was like a very real like portrayal because like he is in control of this documentary and he could choose to show himself in like all the best lights, uh-huh. but he includes points where it's just like, he's a, being a, a fucking dick mm-hmm. to like his assistant and his friends and to the camera crew. But then like, he's also very nice and funny and like, he's just, he's showing the whole breadth of like what, that process he's like yeah mm-hmm. and i think like that comes uh, across in his in his comedy and in his portrayal of these characters is that like he can be an asshole and like he is i think very aware of the fact that like he could be pretty grating on people if he is not careful yeah, if he wants if he wants to be he can be pretty hurtful yeah. i could see that yeah because like to go back to that dry i feel like I've de- like not knowing his humor. I think I probably at some point watched something and I was like, what's wrong with this guy? Yeah. Like, why is he so why is he mean like this? or so rude or like who who give him the right to yeah. like, talk to other people like that? But yeah. yeah, then you kind of know that it's either for that documentary, like he's trying to show like I'm not perfect. I'm, yeah. I'm make mistakes and mm-hmm. I'm trying to repent or or like just going along with it. And that's the bit of the joke. Right. right? Um so today mm-hmm. to revisit your love for Conan pre Coco Conan, yeah. we watched three clips uh-huh. 
um, that you chose. Yes. Number one, we watched, I wrote down famous helping people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's what the video yeah, is called. Yeah, it was a, I, I, it, I forget what it's called too, but it's like a We Are the World spoof mm-hmm. where like it's everybody from late night, like it was like the only people he could get and Sting <laughs> is the only celebrity that shows up. So there's a part where in the thing where he's like, is Phil Collins here? How about Tina Turner? <laughs> Huey Lewis show up and then Sting is the only person who shows up and he purposely gives Sting only one line in the song. Which you don't even hear him saying the right. entire video. Yeah. I mean, it's like it you do, but it's like so fast. Yeah. That and like, it's like mixed with the other yeah. people singing. He's got, his, he's got his arms crossed and he just kind of because the song is about how you have to help with your entire body. And because it's a Conan bit, the song is about literal body parts that you have to help with. <laughs> And so Sting's line is, you have to help with your knees. <laughs> and that's it. And then Conan gets like 20 parts and Max gets like three and right. Andy gets three. And this the, like Jamoke off the street gets like four. <laughs> and the part of the joke is that you, they didn't really write the song for a particular cause. Yeah. They're just wanting to help. And yeah. so the song is as broad as it gets. Mm-hmm. Um my sense of this entire video uh-huh. was I feel so much like it was like purposefully uncomfortable, right? But the um, I was just really impressed that all of these dudes were willing. None of them are good singers. No. Don't know to, any of them don't, don't know how to Other sing on staying. purpose. Yeah, exactly. But the fact that they all had the balls to pretend to sing yeah. in front of Sting. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so embarrassing. I would be so like, oh my god, I don't want to sing in front of this guy. There this is, is a, so scary. Okay, this just came to mind. There is a interview with Conan where he had Andy Richter on as a guest. This is after Andy had sort of left late night to go do his own as his thing. sidekick. Yeah, and he was interviewing Andy, and they were talking about famous stories that happened on set. Uh huh. And he was Andy was telling the story about Sting where sting was in the bathroom oh boy and the the pa or something had gone in to the bathroom also and um sting had left the bathroom and then the pa came out and somebody said something about sting and he goes sting they ought to call him smelly (laughs) (laughs) thinking like sting call him stink or something but smelly and so then um Conan like looks over at the at the booking agent. He goes, "Aren't we supposed to have Sting on in, like next week?" And he's on the phone. He's like, "I'm double checking now. <laughs> like we might have just blown. <laughs> we may not have Sting back now because of what oh he just God. said." Oh my God, that's funny. I mean, obviously, like in this video, Sting is totally part of the joke. And oh yeah, he's, he's playing the role very well, but yeah. he's just like very kind of he seems kind of annoyed and put off to that, like, like, why the fuck did you call me to do this? Right. Um, all the way from England. Yeah. Like to, and there's he, the first thing he asks is like, who, who where's, else is there? Where's, where's yeah. everyone? Yeah. And just see the random ass dudes in the booth. Yeah. They, that literally look like Joe and Schmo. Yeah. And, and he's like, that's it. It's just you, but it'll be plenty. Don't worry about it. Yeah. These are the guys and he plays the part of the like very annoyed irritated yeah. artist like artiste yeah. um wasting his time very well like, yeah. you believe it for sure uh and and even through the song he's he's looking at the lyrics and rolling his eyes yeah. and just like what the fuck is this garbage uh-huh. i don't understand it was it was pretty funny yeah um it reminded me of um 
Flight of the Concords mm-hmm. version of like the, the, oh, the We Are the World yeah. type of thing, which was so popular About for like, such a long time. They made multiple. I mean, mm-hmm. We Are the World, it was like the most famous one, I right. feel like, all led by Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like, probably like 10 or 15 artists that sang on it. Um, I honestly don't remember what the cause was. What was it? I think it was Hungry Hunger. World Hunger. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like they made multiple ones in that time, like late nineties, early two thousand mm. was like such a popular yeah. thing to raise money yeah. with. And I, and then it just fizzled out. Yeah. And now can you even imagine artists doing like that? Rihanna now? and yeah. Cardi B. Yeah. And Ariana Grande yeah. and like Bieber. To two like- chains and. <laughs> I'm in. If they want to do it, I, I I'll do it with them. Yeah, I'll be I'll be the weirdo. Like and I think Kanye just showing up. I think in We Are the World, I think Dan Aykroyd is in the like group singing. I'll be the Dan Aykroyd oh of this new God. song if people want it. That's hilarious. They had Dan Aykroyd. It's, he it's know very how to weird. Sing, yeah, it's he? very weird because if you watch the video, you're just like, is that Dan Aykroyd in the background? And you're like, yeah, with all these like famous singers, you're like Dan Aykroyd is here. And also like, what's I mean who doesn't like Dan Aykroyd but like what? what's the point of having him there when you already have 15 of the most right. famous singers yeah. in the world you know what this needs Dan Aykroyd like it's not like people are not gonna buy the CD because yeah. Dan Aykroyd or like a comedian is well yeah it. what do you think this needs the pudgy guy from Ghostbusters <laughs> the conehead guy yeah. do we want the guy who was getting a blowjob from a ghost from Ghostbusters in this video Oh, I forgot about that. My, I will never forget that part of Ghostbusters. It's oh so God. funny. You know what's a weird Dan Aykroyd thing? Totally off. Let's talk about Centric. it. Um, anytime I think of Dan Aykroyd, the actually one of the first reference that I have in my head is the is dad the, from My Girl. No, I don't know that. Okay, sorry. What do you? What are you? Uh, he played a plumber on the nanny for like one oh episode oh my god and it's so it's such a deep cut like uh-huh. it, it, nobody knows what i'm talking about but if you do i love you i love you <laughs> there's one episode excuse me they have to call a plumber mm-hmm. and he plays like i think when the nanny aired he was obviously like very snl funny sure. and ghostbuster had come out like he's famous uh, he's a, uh, a cameo right like he in the show which they did a lot later on in the nanny where yeah. they would just like random famous people show up and he plays this like caricature of a plumber with like his pants falling down uh-huh. and like seeing his butt crack and he's very crude and rude anyway that's um what i think about when i think of dan Aykroyd cool. is that one bit he did on the nanny that one time nice anyway anyway i hope um a lot of people related to this yeah, story. Me too. I hope there's people who are just screaming <laughs> listening to their podcast machines. The nanny is great, you guys. I'm sure it is. It's pretty entertaining. Yeah. Just saying. Anyway, that video was really funny. Uh-huh. How did you feel by watching it again now? Great. I like the yeah. Fun. Nothing. Yeah. yeah I had no, fun. No no big um No big whammos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or blamos. Or blamos. No blamos either. Uh the other video we watched is called Slip Nuts. The Slip Nuts, which I was I was sort of combing through sketches to show you last night and I was in bed with my my wife was trying to like about to fall asleep and I just started giggling and she's like, What? 
what's so funny and she looks on the screen and it's this video called the Slipknots performing with slipknot or something and she was just like what 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 is this and i'm, I'm just like giggling because in my mind i had totally forgotten about the Slipknots, mm-hmm. and i started remembering the bit that they do which is three guys one is john glazer who played councilman jam on parks and rec on parks and rec they come out in these like red sweater vests and they start doing this like very campy comedy act where it's yeah. just three guys coming out going ba 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 and they throw peanuts on the ground they start slipping on the peanuts and they have this song it's weird the slip nuts slipping on nuts clowning around slipping on nuts weird the slip nuts slipping on nuts whoops i fell down i slipped on some nuts and it's like why do you remember the because this it, I, I mean it's pretty yeah. easy yeah <laughs> i've i have watched it so many times um but that's the whole thing and they they end up going to uh, the Continental Airlines Arena in New Jersey and performing as the opening act of Slipknot, which was this heavy metal band. It was very popular at the time. It was very popular at the time. And they I'm pretty sure they did not tell the audience beforehand this. They actually did like this. It. Yeah. That they were going to have a corny comedy group come out and do this like 10 second bit before Slipknot played. That legit looks like a bit you could have written in 1932. Right. Like, yeah, it is. It is. It, 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 it looks very like right. Charlie Chaplin. There's no like subversiveness to it. It's no. just what it is. Yeah. It's three guys coming out and slipping on peanuts. <laughs> and a bad pun. And a, bu- yeah, and, a, and a bad play on the name Slipknot, which again, I said to you, I think maybe where I got my love of bad wordplay grew from there yeah grew from there or at least the was like exasperated to by everyone's problem now. every yeah everybody <laughs> who knows me if you want someone to blame it's conan o'brien and it's this sketch in particular. you can send your complaints you can send to your him. complaints there um <laughs> but yeah they they go out in front of this this group of people who are looking to see a heavy metal band and they are so pissed that this these three guys they are on stage, legit, like boo them. They're giving them the finger. And it's like they're a booing. minute bit. Like yeah. it's not like it's going on and on and I on. I mean, they don't know that. They don't know that right, it's only going to last like thirty <laughs> seconds. They just know they want to see Slipknot flipping them off. And here's these three idiots doing this like very bad out of context. Out of context. Um, a hiccup there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> out of context comedy bit that's loosely based on the name of the band they like that's so funny yeah the um the comment i made is that i would not want an entire arena filled with uh metal heads that are angry at me yeah that sounds like a nightmare yeah that sounds so scary yeah um they did it but they did it it's very impressive Mm -hmm. councilman jam they got jammed yeah they got sure they they got jammed for sure (laughs) That's the earliest jam I can think of. Yeah. <laughs> the third video we watched was the boy band mm-hmm. one. Dudes Plenty, which is lo- where I got the idea for my boy band play that we will one day read on air. Was, yes. Was the genesis of that is the Dudes Plenty sketch. I could not find the original. Mm-hmm sketch which it was the I, second part it was the second one where they were making a music video for a song called awesome girl which is just the, a repeat like they just say the word awesome i think they said 28, 28 times yeah. yeah and they they have like it's really funny because it's it's trying to be absurd on the concept of boy band yeah but with nowadays perspective like it kind of it is like boy what band boy bands yeah. do it like it's not like they were they were overblowing it by that much yeah to make fun of it it was already absurd when it was happening but for some reason people were 
people are into it yeah are into it still now um wearing the same outfits mm-hmm. and then the the some of the boys have uh the frosted tip yep. hair and we think it's colton dunn from uh yeah, superstore well, yeah, is one of the guys that was kind of a deep cut that was yeah. cool to watch him we were both thinking like is that him yeah, yeah. i think it's him it's definitely him definitely him yeah um garrett from mm-hmm. superstore yeah and uh he they have them uh Basically, they rented a studio, and yeah. there's only like four sets on this studio that were like one was a jail, Not one was props for everyone. Yeah, one was a jail, one was under underwater, and one was outer space. Yeah, and so and they just had to like do what they could with these props and costumes. Right, and then like invite the girls in bikinis, and so you progressively have Conan turn into this horrible yeah. manager who's yelling at them, but also doesn't give a shit yeah, about a, them. There's a part in the video where he becomes more interested in the bagel table than what they're doing. Yeah. And one, of, I think Colton Dunn is like, at a certain point, Conan just lost interest and was talking to the bagel guy about bagels. Yeah. And he's trying to figure out if they could do a cinnamon raisin poppy seed bagel in one instead yeah. of having both of them separate. <laughs> it's so stupid it's very stupid and they make the then he tries to get uh lance bass from yeah. nsync to participate which still had at the time the same haircut as yes. the as the guys in the in dudes of plenty yeah <laughs> he tries to get him to join the band yeah. he just says no mm-hmm. and then the the cgi or whatever green screen him in yeah so in that they can so like corny, act like he's there cheesy. even though he's like uh, maybe a foot taller than all of them in the like because the video is like so superimposed they couldn't even make him look like he's even closely the same height as mm-hmm. them um little tidbit mm-hmm. um in the play i write a part for a lance bass you do and it was not i did not i had not seen the music video sketch oh. before that so it is just happenstance that i wrote in a part for a quote-unquote lance bass like you're the using the name lance bass yeah in the yes. play but yeah. he's not like the famous boy no. band yeah person. exactly okay. and so I, I just thought that was very funny that like and i forgot about that until we watched it again that there lance bass makes a cameo in this i was like wow i i mean obviously he was in the biggest boy band in the entire world mm-hmm. but the fact that we, also i feel like he was like out of the end sync because like jt became the big one the popular one like people legitimately liked yeah. justin timberlake but everybody else kind of forgot about them yeah or lance bass i feel like is the one that people like it's a name that comes back sure. either to make fun of boy bands or yeah. like or remember in sync lance bass and justin timberlake like mm-hmm. he's the end the name that people know yeah. so it makes sense for you to i mean with both have gone comedic yeah. sense like to use him as i don't even know yeah if he's about a j- joke in the play hey yeah you'll have to find out i'll have to find Along out with everybody else stay tuned stay tuned <laughs> yeah so we watched that one too it was funny. fun it was very um it's very corny conan is so good at playing angry yeah it's like he he's, screams he, at them at one point and it looks like they are all having a hard time not laughing. Yeah, they put on their scuba masks yeah. so they hide the fact that they want to crack up. Mm-hmm. They, um, he's really good at playing the meanie, yeah. like jerk face guy. The But the whole like making the music video, like the underwater stuff, it, it just seems so absurd. Like uh-huh. this is ridiculous. And 
it's funny to think like now they, they did do that yeah like put these boy bands in these like like half swimsuits and yeah, yeah just ridiculous like and then the, the, asking them to play the bay where okay now you're gonna imagine we don't have lance bass today but we're gonna cg yeah. cgi him in pretend so. like he's walking in the room and then right yeah. away they do it like on the dot like yeah. oh my god they're like screaming and all looking towards yeah. the same direction and and it's just i feel so bad for all these boy <laughs> bands that had to do that yeah. in like 90s and early 2000s when they were so game mm-hmm. like they just wanted to they just wanted to be famous they just wanted to be famous yeah. and they wanted to be in that band and they're like yeah i guess this guy is yelling at us to do this thing yeah. and we're just gonna do it and i wonder how many of them were like now they're just horrified right. that it did that or or like oh well still kind of like well no i had fun it was stupid but mm-hmm. we had fun or 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 like still kind of like gung-ho no it was a good idea i don't yeah. know like i just think it's ugh, it's just a time of its own it's a time i don't think they i'm having a hard time thinking they could do that now yeah but maybe they do i, I don't, don't know. know i don't, I don't know. follow boy bands yeah i feel like most boy bands that are popular now are like k-pop bands or j-pop bands yeah i think the jonas brothers is probably the most like recent maybe one oh, run Dor- one, one direction. direction but they don't do the weird cg videos well, i think do they? like music videos are much less prevalent true now than they were at that time anyways or they won't use like they'll do real shots like they won't do green screen right or like maybe like a music video is just like concert footage true with like some backstage you know show yeah. the jonas brothers hanging out or you know <laughs> uh whatever her name is the stark sister from game of thrones that the one of them is married to now mm. phoenix from the x-men movies. both of us are so good at game so of thrones reference big game of thrones fans <laughs> we're recording this the day of the finale oh my god you guys oh my god we're stocked up for the finale party tonight i cannot wait and when for everybody's comments tomorrow and i can't wait for to take the throne i'll insert the name (laughs) whoever truly was the game of thrones at the end i'll insert the name later who could it be it's got to be there's the the there's the dragon woman oh i don't actually know shit about game of thrones oh i don't know either i don't even know their names anyways are they all dead now i feel like they're all dead i don't know okay i don't let's move on let's move on <laughs> uh are you ready for the surprise powers or yours okay hold on i just thought that i wrote snafu on my notebook and <laughs> forgot why it's so yeah great. why does it say snafu i'm gonna say snafu more often now yeah and actually know what it means when you <sighs> say snafu i'm so educated Tell me about this surprise prize. This is the surprise prize for this episode is not a surprise prize for you. It's well, not. It's a surprise prize for our listeners. Well, listeners, you've been surprised. Birds. <laughs> As if the other surprise prizes they knew about. Yeah, they. I all, text all our mm-hmm. listeners to let them know what. Wow, that's uh, so nice. Of you. you don't do that when you do surprise prize for me. Uh. Anyways, Whoopsies. what's the surprise prize for the fans? I have a throwback to school review Whoa. that we received Uh-oh. that I want to read out loud. I hope it's good. It, let's see. 
Wouldn't it be funny if I just like yeah. it's a one star? This sucks. <laughs> um no, we don't have any of those. <gasps> Wait, so, just do uh, yeah, now you put it out there. People are gonna be like, oh, they don't have that yet? Gotta let me give it. them their first one star review. This is a review that we received on Apple Podcasts. Okay. If oh, you want a review, you can go there. Uh-huh. Um all right, you ready? Yeah. Yes, it's I'm a ready. five-star review. Thank you so much. Five stars, my God. The username is Mr. Bluber. Mm-hmm. Whoever that is. Whoever that is. I bet we don't know who that is. It's titled Life, Love... No, sorry. Life, Laugh, Love, Live. It sounds like it should be <laughs> the other way around. Is that what you're saying? I just got confused. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it starts with... <clears throat> as... Slum one who loves to laugh. I simply live to love. Throwback to school. Oh boy, <laughs> this is not me okay. not knowing how to read. It is. That's how it's written. That's how it's written. Life, love, longing got you down. Live it up by laughing with Liza and Landrew, the two lovely hosts of this podcast. I like it. I love it. I quite simply want some more of it. Laugh, laughing, loving, living, and liking are lovely when listening to Throwback to School. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> this is proof, by the way, if you are like, I wonder if they will ever read my review on air. If we will read that review on air, we will read anyone's review on air. Just <laughs> just in case you're like, I wonder if they actually read these. For real, we do. And that was proof that Liza read that one out loud. Yeah. And I did a good job at it. You, uh, I'm yeah, patting there, my own back. There is no issue on your end. <laughs> um, do you think this person was inebriated when they left this review? <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I think this person is having a little bit of a laugh. <laughs> When they were writing that review. But on a laugh. I think they were having a little bit of a laugh. <laughs> or their keyboard is or broken. Their keyboard's broken. <laughs> the, L, the L button is stickied. So they like there's and there's no way to delete it. No. <laughs> For whatever reason their computer does not recognize the delete L function on the computer. Anyway, besides those burns, thank you so much, Mr. Bluber. Thanks, Caitlin. Do you think they meant to write Mr. Boober? And there's still, uh, yeah, we don't know with their keyboard. Yeah, it could be anything. It's a mystery type of review. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for the five stars. Thanks. Thanks for the review. And if you want your review to be read, Uh you know what to do. You can leave a review. Um, It could be funnier than that. It could be funnier. Or just good luck. Or. Yeah, you can just write the exact same, but change the L's with K's. Yeah. And that will be fun, too. That'd be so fun. <laughs> Give it a try. See what happens. We may rate it on air. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we yeah. definitely will. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We love you. We we laugh. We laugh you. We, we love you. We, we like you. you. We love you. We love you. Like. We like it. This is Liza and Landrew. Signing off. On Lorback Thurtzler. Sleeves Tolmarl. 
now are we in our branded our l buttons are yeah our l keys and our brains are broken okay uh, okay see you tomorrow, see you tomorrow.